called lip chap chapstick into my nostrils because the other lip chap I had put on before that was expired and it just smelled like ass and I had to get it off my face and I, and and then and then now that smell is still just there so I had to put my other lemon lime one just like on the tip of my nostrils just so I can only smell lemon lime and not the gross one <laughs> so that's highly so, unfortunate for you. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> About so, the so, stinky one, I mean. Yeah. Well, you know, it was old, it expired. And uh, welcome to Ginger and the Beef, the podcast where Daryl puts shit up his nose. Not not cocaine. Um, definitely. Not, not drugs. <laughs> definitely talking about, what's it called? Lap, la, chap, chapstick. Chapstick. Lemon, Why are you having a hard time with chapstick tonight, my dude? Lemon, lemon lime chapstick. Um, well, I used, we used to get this stuff. It was called lip service, um, from Lush until we stopped supporting Lush. Apparently, I think they did something wrong back in the day. I cannot remember fully. Um, maybe we, they were canceled. I don't know. Oh, but, that's ironic. Right. So I stopped using um, Lush and then, and then I had this lip forget, service. Don't let me okay. forget to use that as an example in our conversation we're going to have after this episode. Okay. Lush sounds good. did something. Okay. Lush did something and got canceled. So yeah. um I don't know exactly what it was. Either way, it was not it didn't the, the stuff I just put on, it used it like it works great on the lips, but it fucking it's been it's like 5 years old probably. In my backpack probably went through the the washing machine a couple times. Mm. And uh, yeah, it was just not good. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, what about what about Burt's Bees? You used to be a Burt's Bees guy. I used to actually. I think this one so it's, uh, this is uh, Rocky Mountain Soap Company lip butter. So, oh, pretty lip, lip butter that almost sounds buddy. dirty. It it almost does. It's like uh, or or gross if you think about you know like when I think butter that's not like butter on food I think lung butter. Fucking horking up, horking up some like, fucking lung butter. Like an old coworker of mine used to say when he would he was an older fellow. Uh, smoker and he would quite often cough a little bit and then he would hork up a loogie and he when he would spit it he would go every time he would act surprised when it hit the ground and he would go ooh that one bounced oh that's <laughs> that's just kind of <laughs> gross it's so gross it got me every time I was I'd be gagging because I don't like boogers but <laughs> no and especially like <clears throat> I, Sorry, I, I like it in my throat Hey, you know what? I kind of have a frog in my throat. Um, but uh, no, it's 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 funny. I I love it. I, I don't know. If this is gross. I think we might have talked about this before. Either way, I'm going to say it again. I love it when it's my own. Like if I, you know, like you know, clear my nostril. You know, the whole, you know, that thing. If I do that and I get something in my mouth, I'm like, sweet. I'm going to either spit this or swallow it. Whatever. You know, just going to embrace my inner. Um, Anyway, uh, so I'm either going to spit it, <laughs> spit it, or swallow it, and uh, and after that, I, uh, I I I just enjoy it. It's it's from me. But when I hear someone else make that like horking sound from their throat or that nasal like sucking it into your mouth from your nose, when I hear mm-hmm. someone else doing those sounds, it's disgusting. And yeah, when I gnarly. see them spit or I see them do that sound and swallow, I'm grossed out. Uh-huh. It's kind of mm-hmm. funny how that works. I don't, uh, I guess it's my own body, so it's not weird, but. I'm the same. Like I, I have taken in the last five or six years or so, I think I've taken up picking my nose a lot more than I used to. 
And there's just something super satisfying about picking your nose and pulling out what I call brain booger. It's one of those oh, boogers I've, that I you know feel all about like came boogers. off of your brain. Yeah, and it's like wet and stringy and long. It's just super long, yeah. So it comes super long. deep within the sinuses. Yeah, now what do you do with that booger? Do you just wipe oh, it I, on your car seat or whatever I, or flick it or fl- do you eat it? Flick it out the window. You never eat it? Why would I do that, Daryl? That's disgusting. That's disgusting. Builds your immunities or something. No, that does no, that doesn't do any of that things. Those things. No, it doesn't. That it actually stuff makes is not sicker. real. It, it is disgusting. <laughs> I would never eat my own boogers. That is really not not a fun, pleasant thing for me to think about doing. Even my own. Know. I'm not into it. But yeah, I've done I it. am into flicking mine like a projectile. A projectile. I've a never projectile. heard I've never heard a projectile called a projectile. I like, I like it. to mis I like to mispronounce words sometimes intentionally, like debris. Like debris. I quite often just say debris or I know. You, you know. do, and it fucking irks me every time because I'm like, it's I fucking know debris. it. It irks everyone because everyone's a critic. So I just do it to get under their skin and see them squirm. And then they try to correct me and I go, You know that I'm doing that on purpose, right? Yeah. And you're just, fucking whatever. You're you're literally real life trolling, and it's kind of a like, Literally, it's endearing. I enjoy it. Mm. I I appreciate it. So, um, Daryl, can I tell you something? You can tell me anything you want. Today, when you called me, we talked on the phone today when I was on my lunch break. Yeah, um, okay, yeah. I want to hear this story. Tell me. Yeah. So I was ordering lunch. Which <laughs> you were. I don't. I don't normally buy lunch at work because you know with inflation things are quite expensive and typically a lunch an average lunch is going to cost the average human being about 20 bucks which is just disgusting 20 i'd say like 13 14 isn't it Mm, like i'd say minimum usually like unless you're getting something like rotten ronnie's or something really cheap but like if you're just getting like an average meal you're looking at with a drink which i don't usually get but with a drink you're usually looking at about 15 bucks Fair and enough. if you're getting anything substantial, you're looking at about fifteen to twenty. If if you sit somewhere too, you're you're paying a bit more, right? Like yeah. I mean, like if you if you go to like a like a Moxie's so, or some shit, that's like twenty five so, bucks. Yeah, hundred percent. So I paid I paid twenty dollars. That was with a two dollar tip because you know sometimes I feel obligated, and other times I just feel cornered, and then I just say fuck you. But today I decided I took the reference from a coworker of mine saying that this one place was really really good. Was and it Vietnamese? I was, gonna be, I was gonna I was gonna ask you, what do you think I got today for lunch based on the listening to me ordering food? I think you got um I think you got I I believe pho. I think pho or whatever it's called. Pho. Pho. You are you you are correct, sir. I got okay. a bowl I got a nice bowl of pho. The, the only reason I, I knew you were getting soup. A, so that's half cheating. And I said you should get the beef barley. Obviously, they don't have that at a <laughs> Vietnamese restaurant. But but then when you said saute, I'm like, ah, he's getting Vietnamese right now. And yeah, I subbed you, I subbed the normal uh, normal broth with saute. I got the peanut saute, sa- spicy peanut saute, which I Ooh. actually regret because really? I with the with so I'm a one of my coworkers. He tells me that I'm one of the few white guys <laughs> that orders the special beef or the special the the special pho which includes the beef tendon and tripe so it's beef oh, tendon that's... tripe beef ball yeah. and rare beef so awesome. i like meat right so anything yeah. meat protein i'm i'm a carnivore i like that shit so for me well, i i agree the more with you, the actually. merrier when it's when it's when it's vietnamese like when i'm getting pho and you have the i'm fine with the tripe and stuff and that because 
most of the time it's deboned and you can just eat it. Um, well, sometimes yeah, it's you'll get deboned. Well, sometimes you'll get maybe it's not the tripe. Maybe it's uh, I think spare or they put sometimes there's ribs in it with little yeah, bones. I don't get that. Yeah, sometimes there's there's those. I don't like the bone one, but yeah, that's why I don't mind the 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 extras in my soup as long as I can just eat it. That's what I. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah, I agree. I, I, so but I'm says, very critical. I'm I'm very he he he. This place was highly touted. Um, I got it. He also told me to do the spicy peanut satay instead of the regular broth. Um, I would argue that I made a mistake in in taking that route. Um, was it very it, spicy? It, no, no, no. I, you know how I am with spice. I enjoy it. Yeah. It was yeah. not very spicy. It just was not the same. I feel I'm a very I'm a very strict on my pho criteria. It needs to be certain quality and certain flavor for me yeah. to really enjoy. And I feel like the beef saute or sorry, the peanut saute just took away from the the overall enjoyment for me, though it was very, very good. Um, it was not among, I'd say the top two or top three places I've had pho in Calgary. Yeah. So, so I would say above average, but, but not, the, not, not my favorite. Yeah. If you go back to that spot, definitely get the normal that you yeah, would, like I would normal definitely, broth. I would definitely go round two, and I would go with the normal broth and do the same thing, get the spesh. Um, but this one, it was awkward because you normally Vietnamese places they have numbers beside the menu items, so you can just say instead of trying to awkwardly pronounce or fucking brutally butcher the name of the actual food, you just say I'll get the number twenty five, regular yeah. or large, whatever. I there was no numbers, so I had to be like, I'll get the Viet Viet Ta, Viet Dac, please. Nailed it. You da- you did a really good job. That's mm. like I would I would say that you speak Vietnamese fairly fluently after that one. Thank um, you. And it's actually called No, it's not true. That's Filipino. Yeah. Do you know you what the, gonna... the national language of Philippines is? Tagalog. Tagalog. Oh, if you speak it, you speak Tagalog. Okay. Well it's that's yeah. that's what yeah. that's what Yan used to tell me. Okay. And he's six and he's of one, half dozen another, okay? We're we're both very, very close. Potato, tomato, whatever. What? Potato, tomato. Yeah. See, when I, so I, yeah, sorry. When I go to a, a Vietnamese restaurant, I usually get bun instead of pho. Bun's the, like, bun mi or whatever. It's like the Vietnamese, or sorry, the rice vermicelli noodles with spring rolls and meat. And then you pour fish sauce and cock sauce and hoisin on top. And yeah. It's got, like, peanuts and sprouts and shit. Oh, I love I'm it. A, I'm, yeah, I'm, an, I'm definitely an advocate for that route as well. Yeah, it's uh, you can't go wrong. Oh, it's so fucking good, and and yeah. it's especially when you get that good spot that you want to go back to all the time. The other one that I love is um, it's like a, it's like a warm hug, you know. It is, like, yeah. Getting, getting Vietnamese is just like a nice, just a nice like you're you're in a Sherpa hoodie, you're in thick sweatpants, <laughs> big Sherpa. lush. Slippers. Is it a, wait, wait, wait? Is the Sherpa hoodie the same ones as those Mexican ones? The poncho, like the you know you know which ones I'm talking about? No. Right? Oh, do you Those remember? At, do you remember? At, Sherpa. Okay. Sherpa is like is like uh, sheep's sheep's wool or whatever. Sheep's oh wool. yeah, yeah. Sheep, fair enough. Sheep hair. What do you? Sheep's sheep's wool. Wool. Wool is wool, isn't wool? it? Sheep. I wool. think it's wool. Pretty sure. Know. Yeah. Um. Sure. Yeah. Thick I, shit. Comfy I, I'm going to say you're an Airdrie. Have you ever had Tony's Vietnamese in Airdrie? It's, no, I've not. I've had all of them. Well, I think there's only three or four. I'm, I've had at least three of them. I had Jen's. I had the one by the dance place, by your house, by, or by Luxstone. And then I had Tony's. And Tony's is by far the best. And it's comparable to any that I've had in Calgary. Okay. Um, so there's give it a, a shot. There's, there's one in uh, 
there's one in Inglewood in Calgary. I used to live in Inglewood, and there's one in Inglewood that is just bangerang Vietnamese. That's fucking good. I think oh. it's like what is it called? Ming Thai, I think. It's really, really good. They make right. excellent pho, and the service is outstanding. The can one I that switch? It... Can I switch? Ge- or sorry, go ahead. I was well. First, before you switch gears, I just wanted to say the the best. I don't like again. I get the noodles more often than I get the soup. But the so the soup where I really the only place I really enjoyed it was the broth they had at the place in Copperfield, or in Mackenzie, whatever it's where, wherever it was. The one that by the co op that we used to go to with Dean. Did you go there yeah. ever? No, I don't. No, I don't remember that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was it was really good. I used to get the the pho there, and I really enjoyed that spot. Um, yeah, I think it's on Mackenzie Lake or whatever, right by the co op there and the Starbucks. Tight, tight, tight. If you know if you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, yeah, you go ahead. Switch your gears, my friend. Yeah, I already forgot which gear I was going to switch into. Oh, damn. Well, if you forget, I'll I'll jump in another one. I got. Uh, we're we're remote again, as you can tell, everyone out there, listener world. In- Indeed. We are, well, to be honest, I still have uh, two people that are sick in my household. Um, no one has hand, foot, and mouth. This time it's just a cold, but Emberton's sick again um, from daycare. Goddamn daycare, my friend. It is such a fucking cesspool. Such. Bro, I, such. I warned you. It's, you did. It's as soon as you go to daycare. Like I was like, I told you and Dan that one time. Yep. I felt like we were sick in our house off and on for like three months straight. And then and once, it is solely from fucking daycare. Daycare, man. yeah. And once it runs through your system and everyone gets it, you're probably fine for a while until, you know, next year's cold season or whatever. But but at that point, you've kind of caught up to everything that's going through all the children at daycare. I'm wondering, yeah, like, I'm wondering how teachers do it. Well, I basically become immune. I, I feel like I, I can't get <laughs> you're, sick anymore. You're, well, but that's why, because we're planning on doing our 100th episode early. We're hoping to do it this Saturday. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, I, I honestly, when I was talking to Michelle about it this morning, um, she's just like, maybe you should try remote one more time just to not, you know, potentially just to make sure that everyone's good to go for Saturday. I'm like, Indeed. you know what? That makes perfect sense because I don't want to fuck that two up. Two things. Yeah. Two things. Yeah. One. Our very special guest, who will re- remain nameless until we record that episode, is is down. We have two special guests. Then we have yes. Our, I don't know if we talked about the other one yet or not, but yeah. our other special guest is definitely going to be there. Nice. He's also going to give me a ride. That makes perfect sense. Um, yeah, and then uh, the other thing that I was going to oh yeah, so another one of someone that you know. Um, there's COVID in their house right now. Oh, and this fun. is this is speaking towards my immunity levels currently. Um, we we were there. We visited very like the day before. They told me that someone in their house has COVID now. Yeah, and I was sharing. <laughs> I was sharing a a vape with the person. Oh yeah, who will remain nameless. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> nice. So I'm pretty sure I'm immune to COVID. Well, I think I'm immune to most immune. colds now. Yeah, there you go. You're immune. You're no, Michelle. I'm not, I'm not yeah. even joking. I, I swear to God, I'm immune to COVID. I've been to so many super spreaders lately. Uh, I've actually like shared, like I've not made out with them, but yeah. I've shared things in with my mouth dicks. with people who are in the same house. Yeah, dicks. <laughs> with people in the same house that have COVID. Was it true if you heard me? It was a oh, slider yeah. in. 
but, it's headphones, bro. I got everything on that. Oh, one. that's that's true. That's true. I see. That's that's the thing is we have a feeling if we tested Michelle right now, she would be positive. Um, but we're not going to because if she Who cares, tests, well, no, because if it, because she's fine, like she's not her her. I don't know. This is gross, but it's we you know Emberton sit back at daycare too, um, because his boogers are clear and there's no and there's no um, fever, so it's like well we're going. And Michelle, same thing. She's like, I'm going to go to work because I am i don't really have much. And she talked to the other teacher and they're like, yeah, freaking come. Like, yeah, it's cold season. Come and you're and you're fine. But I think in the contract still, there's rules from last year in, in their contract that if it's fall po- or positive COVID, they still have to take like five days off or whatever. So it's like, yeah, so it's it's definitely not COVID. Hey, call me crazy. <laughs> hey, yeah. listen, call me crazy. How about everybody just goes back to doing the whole, I'm just going to judge my illness as how I feel and yeah. whether or not I should go to work or not to expose my friends and family, and, whatever. And to I work. can, I Co-workers. can say, I can say this firsthand and I'll, I got, I got to get a little bit into this too. Uh, but uh, hand, foot and mouth, hand, foot and mouth is way the, like if COVID was, like and I know there's some people that had bad they had shitty there's people that get shitty colds people die from the flu you know people people's and not everyone's immune system is equal anyway people if, die from pneumonia 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 so if if I had if if last year when we both because we got the same COVID last year um, so I know that we both had it if I was to say that that was like a seven on the man this is really shitty I feel like garbage. If I was to say that was a seven, hand, foot, and mouth was a ten, or eleven, or eleven, or an eleven out of ten. It was, it was just uncomfortable, and I just felt bad, and I couldn't sleep, and I had a fever, and I was shit. Like I didn't have a, I was literally pissing out my ass for like three, four days, with the hand, um, foot, and mouth. Yeah, I had just diarrhea. It was yeah, it was Damn. all like I said, it was like a flu, strep throat, and then having the rash as well. Were you wearing gloves when you did the butt muffler? I I didn't do the butt muffler then, because <laughs> uh, I'm in my own my own bathroom. But I did have to scrub the toilet with a brush afterwards multiple times, just because you know you want shrapnel. Want to keep her clean? Um, so I guess I want to ask you about that. But first, let me finish now. So I'm completely better from hand, foot, and mouth, except all the skin on my fingertips is peeling off. Mm. Like it's like a, a, it's, it's more than a normal layer of skin that you lose, but all my fingers, so all my fingertips, like I, I'm touching, I'm rubbing my thumbs to my index fingers right now. And it feels, it's like baby skin. It's super soft. So you shed. I'm, I'm shedding. shedding. I'm, I'm molting right now. I'm, I'm, you're good, bro. Here, I'll, I'll send you a picture. Put it in a jar and sell it on eBay. Put it in a jar. Do you think I could? I think so. People buy bath water. So people buy bath water like off of like attractive women. They don't buy bath water off of me. I feel like hand, foot, and mouth scabs would be cool. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how cool it would be. So these yeah. aren't these aren't. Yeah, I could. Dude, I could sell those because people want it. Um, hand, foot, and mouth is more like. Um, it's like a cold. So it's a viral infection. So you. If a different strain of it goes around in, uh, yeah, here, I just sent you a picture of my fingers. Okay. Um, 
they're they're gonna look good. You can just see the line where it's cut off. It's like fresh baby skin. Anyway, if if hand, foot, and mouth, if a different strain comes through in like November in the same school, then I will get sick again because it's like a cold. Or I could maybe I should say I could get sick again. Um, but I don't think so. I think I've I, I've beaten that. But it's just my fingers, just like, and my skin keeps getting. Do you see it? That's weird, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's very weird, and it's uh, looks it's, like you've been learning guitar, right? But my my fingers, but the undersides. What's crazy about them is that the the skin is so sensitive. It's not sensitive. It it, it was the first couple of days sensitive to the point where it hurt, but now it's just it's just sensitive to touch. Like when I touch, it feel I can feel everything more sensitively. Is there another word for that? I have more sensation. No, no, in, I get it. I, but I, I've done. The, I've had the same thing when I've like ripped a like ripped a blister or something yeah, off my hand you, exactly. and you touch something, it feels like you have way more sensitivity to and that so finger or that area. When I grabbed at dinner time when I was grabbing the yam, like we cooked up some yams for the boys. When I was when I grabbed the yam to hand to Amber Yam it was, man. It was so hot in my on, on my like baby skin fingers. Um <laughs> <laughs> baby skin okay that's like to, to clarify you haven't you haven't swapped out the skin on your fingers for baby skin. These are just Not freshly peeled fingers. Freshly peeled. It just feels like baby skin. Okay, I'm going to switch gears. Yeah, go ahead. So I asked my wife. I didn't, I, you know how I like to have a, 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 I like having adult beverages while we record, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was out, I was hot, fresh out of any, I had zero beverages tonight for the, in the house at all. None whatsoever. My, None. my stock is empty, is depleted. So I asked my wife, she's working late. I said, hey, on your way home, do you mind picking up some beer skis or something? I feel like having a couple beers. I'm recording tonight. And she was like, no problem. My wife is all about the deals, right? She likes the discounts. Oh, did you get Brava? Pardon me. So, no, thank God. I think she knows better than that. <laughs> however. That would, would, okay. However, she got me. So, the, the last time she did this to me, she got me Bronk. That was the first time I ever had Bronk was when she bought it. And I was happy. It was, yeah. it was a delight. You know, it was you, a pleasant surprise. You love Bronk. Um, I, I, I def, I'm an advocate for Bronk. It's yeah. Good, it's a nice, good Alberta lager. That's it. Um, there's she, So she today, she got me a $20 15-pack of beer. This beer that she brought home today is called Duke Lager. You ever heard of it? No. Duke. It's got uh, what I've are the um, Duke Cider, but not Duke Lager. Yeah, Duke Lager. It's another Alberta lager. Um, do you know Strathmore? Actually, I'm looking at the can right now. Of course, I do. Strathmore, La- last, last Spike Brewery. What's the What's the Argyle? You know Argyle socks? Yeah. The can, the design of the can. I'll send you a picture. the The can looks like an Argyle sock with the word Duke Log or words Duke Logger at the bottom of the can. I'm actually not like I'm. I'm actually I'm. I'm impressed. It's, you don't. It's you don't have to send bad. it to me. I have a. I'm on the internet, and uh, Duke of Argyle. So there this, it is, Duke of Argyle. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Duke has that, uh, they have a bunch of, what are those called? Rhombuses? A bunch of rhombuses on there. Is it rhombi? It's a fucking rhombus. It's a rhombi. It's a rhombus. It's a, uh, it's got four sides. It's got four corners. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying, I'm, I'm singing. The only reason I know what a rhombus is, and this is brutal. I should know this from other reasons, but I know what a rhombus is from a fucking kid's show called Storybots. Um, there's like, they, they, I, mean, I don't know if you've watched Storybots, but it's awesome. They do like wicked songs. Um, okay. there's, there's like the Storybots show, but then there's also Storybots sing along where there's like 
10 episodes and they're like five minutes each and uh, and they just sing songs about colors or shapes or dinosaurs so like there's an episode with velociraptors who velocirap so like the velociraptors velocirapping so you know it's nice it's great and they have like nice. the tyrannosaurus song and oh it's great anyway they have one of the episodes is shapes and so they do circles and they do squares but one of them is rhombus so it's got four sides it's got four corners and it's a bit squished everything it's uh it's 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 and all the sides are equal it's just not in the shape of a square so there you go so rhombus so it's like a dimus a diamond and it's like there's a rhombus in my argyle sweater there's a rhombus on a diamondback snake it's a great song um <laughs> have you have you ever driven a rhombus <laughs> it's it's uh, it's real good anyway so you got your duke beer how is it it's not bad. I'd say it's like a I'd say it's like a seven out of ten on the light logger scale. Okay. Where's Lucky? At eight? Lucky's a hard eight point seven five. Oh, okay. Okay. And then PBR is a nine. PBR is no, no, I'd say I'd I put Lucky above PBR. Would you? PBR is actually the exact little known fact, PBR is actually the exact same beer as old Milwaukee. Just in a different can. Yeah, same brewery apparently. It's funny because people will people probably have their opinions of which one's better for sure. There's old Milwaukee guys who are like fuck PBR, and there's PBR guys who are like fuck old Mill. Yep, a hundred percent. People are like that. There was, you know, when I was younger, there was like, and again, I'm from the uh, people. <laughs> so when I showed up at Bryce's Stag, um, long, long time ago, it was right when I first started drinking beer. So when I lived with Dusty and Yan. And mm-hmm. Dustin's like, so you're allergic, hey? I'm like, yeah, I'm allergic to beer. Mom's, my mom said I'd have, I'd break out in hives. And then he's like, so your mom said you're allergic to beer, hey? <laughs> like, like he just didn't believe me. He's like, no. He's like, we will drive you to the hospital if you have an allergic reaction. Just drink this beer. It's not bad. We're going to go smoke a just, joint in the hot tub just drink it. in Canmore. Just have it, Daryl. I'm like, okay. So we were in the hot tub. I had my first Canadian. That was the first beer I had, like a full beer. Hey, same. And it it was like, oh, okay, this isn't bad. And then and then I had Coconies because Yan lived there too. And he's like, well, we got to have Coconie, not Canadian, because he's from Creston. And so I'm like, all right, Coconie. So then I enjoyed Coconie. It wasn't, it's not a bad beer. It's an easy drinking, especially for a first timer. You know, hey, we got some first timers over here. Um, so I enjoyed it. So I went to Bryce's Stag and I brought myself a, a two for like we were camping for a couple of nights. I brought a, a yeah. 24 pack of Coconie. And then when I got there, I'm like, uh, I think it was Bryce. It might have been Jamie. Someone came up to me and it's like, oh, is he fucking Daryl's fucking working on the rigs? Because <laughs> <laughs> you told the story. Oh, did I already? Yeah. So yeah. because apparently Coconut is the expensive beer, and I didn't know that at the time. And they, that's when I learned about Lucky. And that's and that's and when then, I uh, and that's and when then I Yan bless his soul. Um, Yan was actually the first person to introduce me to Lucky in bottles. I didn't. Bottled you were the lucky. You were the first person to introduce me to bottled lucky. Yeah, for Yan sure. And got me on that train. He said it's way better, and I tried it, and he was right. And it and is. I told you the exact same thing, and then you were like, "Oh my god, I my eyes are open." Except you can barely find them. I have no idea where I that's, would find them in in bottles. That's not true. They're 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 seldomly. I let me they're, rephrase. They're, they're not sold at every. They're not sold at every liquor store. But if you find a liquor store that does sell them, they always have them. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's up to. So when I worked at a liquor store, it's it's literally just up to the manager or the or the 
or whoever of what sells better in their store. So they're just going to keep mm. getting the same shit if it sells. Um, uh-huh. Right? The procurement manager? I don't know. Whatever it is. Absolutely. So. Um, I don't know. I don't know why anyone. Anyone who drinks like. With the exception of like Budweiser. Because Budweiser does definitely have a different taste. It's a. What is it? A, a rice beer instead of a corn beer. Sure. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but. <laughs> there, I've heard the exception that. of that. There are, there is no reason if you're going to go buy like a, a Kokanee or a Canadian or whatever, there's literally no reason to spend the extra money to buy those over bottles of Lucky because bottles of Lucky are just as good as any other light lager. 100%. IMO. Well, I, th- I think it a hundred percent is, um, people there's, there's other ones, like obviously there's the different ones you get a Cerveza. Those are different. Um, but but like people think that like Moosehead is different. Like obviously there's a bit of a difference. Like you just said, even Budweiser tastes a little bit different, but like Kokanee Canadian Budweiser is very similar. Um, Bronc probably I've never had it, but all of those PBR, um, all those are very similar. There's one that I thought was going to be the same and that was MGD and that tastes totally different and it's gross. I just don't like MGDs. Yeah. It's just, it's just not, it's just a different taste, different, different jam. Yeah. That's like Keith's. Keith's isn't like an IPA, like, you know, IPAs are IPAs nowadays, but, but it, they still call it an India pale ale and it does have a bit of a different, it is a tiny, tiny, tiny bit more hoppy than like Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I am no beer expert. What are we drinking on Saturday? What are, what are well, we thinking? To be honest, man, I, I might go with like a, I might go with a Bronc or a, Pardon me. I might go with a Bronc or a Duke or a Lockie. I don't know. Something yeah, light. Some light. That's I. I completely agree. I was. So thinking, I did the math again. Yeah. And it's and it's only going to be about eight point three beers. I know. In a hundred minutes. So I was telling our special guest that I just don't foresee myself getting super intoxicated. I think that if as long as I give myself enough ample amount of food that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to um, eat, before, but we don't. But because we're drinking beer, I feel like it'll be. You can't get full beforehand, right? But, but I think it's it, like it. I'll definitely be tying one on, but I don't think I'm going to get real fucked up. You know? No, but I'm also, and we said this, and I'm, 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 because we said this even for BG Dub, right? We we're at an age where we're not going to force ourselves if we're going to get sick over it. We're not going to force ourselves to do something fucking stupid. Just because, you know, like if, if, if I'm at 89 and I go, you know what, that's my last one, then that'll be my last one. And I didn't fucking succeed, but that's okay. I tried. And that's, that's what matters. Yeah. It's all about participation. Yeah. We're going to get our participation ribbons and we might get first place. Who knows? But you know what, Daryl? You know what they say? If you just try hard and believe in yourself, anything is possible. It is 100%. I've, I've been trying so. to fly for years and I, apparently I don't believe in myself enough because I've never lifted <laughs> off the ground further than a couple feet. So I'm but, a peacock. You gotta let me fly. <laughs> let me go. So speaking of uh, participation banners, sorry, totally different subject. Um, but uh, Marshall had his first actual hockey practice today. Um, considering he's been on the ice four times, so we had four four days of conditioning camp a couple weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. He's been on the ice four times before today, and today he was by far not the slowest one out there, and uh, like he's not great he's just learning how to skate but he's he's uh like there's some kids that are that have been skating for three years three four years right it's under sevens so there's kids that started skating at three or two even yeah, yeah. um 
but he's doing fairly well and he he learned he's not he can't do it yet but he was he did make it down the ice two or three times today backwards it took a while and other kids did it a couple times and it, and it took in the time it took him to do it once but he was that's uh, exciting yeah he went he went backwards and and his skating forward's pretty good and uh I'm, and he loves it like he doesn't hate it the only thing he hates is getting out of his equipment at the end it's the only thing he complains about is fucking when he's done and he's got to get out of his equipment. But, uh, but <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It is like the least fun part of playing hockey. I can imagine. I, I absolutely. Yeah. Um, but what I was getting at, we were talking about participation ribbons. I was looking at all the banners in the Crossfield arena today. It was my first time actually, like I've been in there to watch him do the skating, but it was my first time sitting up in the, uh, in the stands and they have all the banners there for us to read. Um, a, there's the heater in the stands, so that's awesome. And then that's B, and then B, there's the uh, there's all the banners. So I was looking at all the banners, and there was like you know third place. There's tournaments like midget, triple A did or double A tournament. There was you know bantam provincials, whatever. But then there was one, and I'm just like, oh man, that bantam team right there, they must have sucked because the banner that they had for I think it was like 2008 or 2006 for the bantam B team. And it said most sportsmanlike team, and I'm like, they must have been fucking brutal to be the most sportsmanlike team at the tournament and to get that banner. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you don't want that award. No, they're the ones who are like, you know, down on themselves, but not being dicks because they keep losing. That's that's who gets the most sportsmanlike team. So it's yeah, that's that's a participation banner if I've ever seen one. So I'm. Uh, you know, good good on them for giving it their best shot, but but they didn't they didn't fucking win. So that's it. That's okay. Yeah. Has has Sully skated? You brought him skating this last winter, right? Yeah, he's been skating a few times. We got him a couple of things to go skating last winter, and they should fit him again this year. So we're gonna go try out the skating thing and see how he likes it. He's he loves hockey, so gonna see how he likes you, it as he gets a little older and can actually start entering into hockey stuff. But he's we got him in some, we got him in sports class for this fall. So yeah. he's done, he's done all the soccer classes and now he's going to be doing basketball classes for the next three weeks. And then after that, it's floor hockey. So he's just trying them all nice. out to see what he likes the best. That's awesome. Are you going to put him in hockey next year? Uh, yeah, I'll probably put him in hockey at whatever his earliest age available is. And so then th- if I he think- hates it, then I'll wait, I'll, I'll skip a year and then I'll try again. Yeah, fair enough. Mar- yeah, Marshall, he actually, I did not think, because he's so, he can be so flaky, like at baseball and stuff, he gets, dis- well, he's a kid, he gets distracted easily. Um, yeah. And he's not like the athlete type, he's the, he can sing well and do art well, you know, but he, he's also, he's fast and whatever, but he was, I'm shocked, he just loves it, he loves, he loves it, uh, he, afterwards he's always grateful that he played hockey, he says that was awesome, that was, like, he has a good time, and I'm, I think that's uh, that's awesome because I just didn't know if he would actually enjoy it or not. Um, yeah, that's sweet. But but now that he likes hockey, we're gonna give it a shot this year. We'll see if he makes it the whole year. Um, obviously, we've we have a deal with with him on anything. If he doesn't like it after a year, we can try something else. But yeah. he he's committed to it. It's what he chose, and he's got to do it for the entire year. So, nice. but but it's like yeah, we have like he's U seven, but he's got uh, practice Monday pract- at six thirty, which is kind of shitty because his bedtime seven but mondays he gets, stays up late i guess um there you go practice wednesday and that's a four or five o'clock and then practice 
And then, well, for now it's practice until November. So another month of practice on Saturdays. And then in November we start playing games and our league is like every, every single Saturday we have a game and it's either here or there. Like we go one week here, one week there, but it's, we have Sundry, Cremona, Didsbury, Carstairs and Crossfield. So there's five teams in the league. Hmm. And, uh, and yeah, so there's games every single Saturday they play Marshall's on the white team. So he wears a white Jersey, I guess. Um, yeah, it's I I don't know. I think it's pretty sweet. You said it's every Monday. No, uh, the games are it's Monday, Wednesday are practices, and then Saturdays are games. Okay, well, let I mean, me know and I'll come to one of his games. So, bro. Sounds great, man. And then, yeah, Saturday mornings I think like ten a.m. ten a.m. or eleven a.m. But uh, but yeah, he he plays he plays games. We're in a tournament. We're we're like we're going out of town for a tournament, so we get to go stay at a hotel and hang out with adults for a weekend. You know, my uh, it's always my dream. Hey, I, I I'm one of those awkward adults who. It takes a minute for me. You know me. I I I stick with my same people, but when new people are introduced, it takes me a minute. A hundred percent. You know, same way. That's 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 who I am. So it's like, on like, and Michelle's friends with all the wives, and so I'm like, I can do this. Uh, <laughs> you know, I can I can go to a hockey tournament and be fine. I just put on my I just have to put on my sales face. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's how it is. And uh, honestly, I got to say, Isaac. Today's one of the first days ever I've actually felt my masculinity um be put in question. And and I'm right. not I don't want to put this guy on blast. Uh, you know, he might hear about this through the rumor mill and I apologize. And I mean it in a very good way. The coach of our team is just a very very handsome, like extremely handsome fellow. <laughs> <laughs> like and he's just and he's kind and he's nice and we had the parent meeting and afterwards I'm like, "Michelle, that guy is like he's very attractive. She's like, she's like, I didn't notice. I'm like, yeah, right. You didn't fucking mm-hmm. notice. Whatever. But uh, I'll give that to her. You know, she didn't have to say it, but I did. I was just like, like he's like very handsome, and I'm like, wow. I, I, I feel a twinge of jealousy. You know, like you know, some every <laughs> once in a while, it's like, uh, you know, girls have that body. They, you know, they see, you know, I don't know. Who's an example? Just an actress somewhere. They see someone and they're like, oh, I wish I looked like that. Today I was like, oh, fuck, I wish I looked like that. That's the first time in a while that that's happened to me. So, A little bromance? No, no, no. It's no bro. No, it's not that. It's it's actual like, you know, in a dream world, that's what I looked like. <laughs> that, that, you know, that's, that was just. That what's, was, that, what's that? What's that? That show, uh, the movie, Ryan Reynolds movie, the. the, the... I don't know the guy. He's the he's the he's the NPC. The oh, free, character free guy. In the game. Free guy. That's yeah. a good movie. You can be whatever you want to be in the game, bro. You can, and that's why I'm excited about the metaverse because I can be whoever I want to be. I want it You're to be, be Arnold Schwarzenegger from 1981. <laughs> no, no, that's too ripped. I want to be like I want to be Brad Pitt from 98. You know, nice, good choice, good choice. You know, like not like 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 right when Fight Club came out, like that. That's, yeah, yeah, that's my that's my dream handsomeness level. So, it's fair. It's a good that's a good target. Yeah, but if the women don't find you handsome, they can at least find you handy, right? There you go, Red. Oh, see, I wasn't. Did you watch Red Green as a kid? Did I watch Red Green? Well, I just yeah, honestly sometimes <laughs> I just I grew never up know. on that show. Okay, my dad was all about the Red Green, the duct tape special, bro. <laughs> come on, that. That show was, and I remember, it's probably so corny now if we watched it again, but it was, it was really funny when I was a kid and because it was appropriate for children too. And they, but they probably had 
I can only think of the amount of adult jokes that are in there that I just didn't get as a, as a kid. But I, yeah, I hundred percent. What I loved, what I loved, or what I thought was hilarious was, I I watched Thomas the Tank Engine, the original show, when I was a kid. My With brother George liked Carlin? it. I liked it. And yeah, and then and then yeah, George Carlin's the little tiny conductor guy. And uh, and then my dad, when I was old enough, my dad was like. Do you want to see George Carlin, the guy who plays the conductor, in what he like, how he really is in real life? And I'm like, sure. And he shows me some stand up, and I was like, oh my god, it's kind of like uh, Bob Saget from from uh, yeah. Full House, and then he's a ruthless fucking stand up comedian. Yeah, no, that's I honestly, that's exactly what I thought about uh, when you were like, you know, you just knew that, or or not, you knew that, but but when you when your dad's like, do you want to see what he's really like? And I, I remember the moment I learned. I think it was like the aristocrats back in like 2003 or something. Uh, when I learned that Bob Seckett was a dirty comic and I was like, Oh mm-hmm. shit. It's same thing with Robin Williams. Cause I had never seen yeah. any of his bad movies. The first time that he really swore for me was live on Broadway. Because before that, obviously there was swearing in some movies, but he was also in kids movies and he was the genie. And you know, so I was like, Oh, this guy's definitely, he wouldn't say that shit. And then his stand up, he's like, Here's my idea for a fucking sport. <laughs> but did your dad show yeah. you the seven words you couldn't say on TV? From George Yeah, Cohen? I've seen that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure. So that's that's funny because Blink One Eighty. My dad showed me that, but I but I watched it. Oh yeah. Well, I I've probably told this story before, but uh, when I was at Tyrell's, I gotta say we were. When did Enema of the State come out? Blink One Eighty Two. That was what two thousand. Someone, I I gotta look it up. Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Is that when it came out? I think it. Let me look it up. I I, I got it. And then uh, studio album by Blink came out in ninety uh, nine. Fuck, good job, buddy. Good, Bro, I fucking good job. It. I'm on a I'm on a roll right now. So Amanda, I've been doing this with Amanda. Like we even not to sidetrack, but like, no, every time we we're talking about a movie, I'll be like, "When do you think that movie came out?" And she'll give me a date, and then I'll guess. And like the last three times in a row that I've asked that question, I've been exactly right on with the right, with the year. So that's fine. You're on a roll. You did that last, was it last week with the guy cries? You, you were fucking nailed it too that time. There you go. Um, I'm fucking, I'm on a heater right now. Like Aaron judge. So my Aaron judge, he's uh he's that guy in New York, right? Yeah. He hit his, he hit his 61st home run today, Daryl. You know what that means? He's beaten the, the mantle. Yeah. He, uh, he he's tied. tied. Tied, yeah, Mickey Mantle and he's tied, and he's still Roger, got like eight games wait, left. Mantle won, right? Roger Maris got like sixty. Uh, I think it was. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember either don't one. Remember. Either way, great movie. Sixty. I literally watched it today, and I'm having a brain fart. I can't remember if it was Mantle or Maris, but okay. one of them had sixty-one, and it's now the he's now tied the record that was held was held previous by previously mentioned Mantle Ramirez but, uh, for 61 home runs in the American League in American League history. It's most home runs in American League history in one season. But the the whole point of the asterisk in, in 61 uh, is that it was that was in the they had more games than Babe Ruth did but don't isn't there more games now or did he do it in the same time frame? Uh, I would have to look that up. Actually, I'm not sure okay. how many games they played when Ruth got it and when Maris and Mantle hit for large numbers. So that's why there was an asterisk on it, and that's like, and it was still in the hall. They they had that on there until I think until the 90s. 
I think. Maybe it's still there. I don't think so, though. But it's because they played more games in a season than Babe Ruth did. I think he had the record before. Um, I can't, oh, and he hit 60 home runs. Yeah, and that's why. So when it, yeah. when it was 61, they hit the 61st after the season was over that or what what would have been Babe Ruth's season. So right? there was more games just, at that point. Yeah, I haven't found the actual number of games, but Ruth hit 60 in 1927 and Roger Maris hit 61 in 1961. Like to see I would like to see well even Roger Maris, but uh, I would love to see Babe Ruth try to hit a ball from a pitcher nowadays. Just think, I, no, but think about it. It's like, it's that's, a, that's like if Wayne Gretzky was in his prime and came in now, he would not, I comp- would disagree. He wouldn't compete. I would disagree. Well, Gretzky I might would disagree be- on the premise. I would disagree on the premise that baseball is that much different now than it was for like Gretzky playing hockey now. Like really, I, w- I, I would think that, think that I, I think that Gretzky, I think Gretzky would be like a high <clears throat> in Gretzky's prime. Okay. Well then the let's not use him Gretzky, as an example. I'm just saying, yeah. let me explain. I think Gretzky's uh, hockey IQ was what hit, got him the points that he got. I don't think he would record the same amount of points no. now that he did then, but I still think he would be among the top in the league. Yeah, you're you're not in wrong. his prime. Yeah. But even with the changes think about it, now, yeah, he'd probably be fine. Well, he'd probably do better actually baseball, because he wouldn't need to have the what's a, he wouldn't need to have like an enforcer and stuff. Also that made him I guess that made Gretzky tougher. Because it could he, arguably make it easier on him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now it might be easier. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say is I don't think so. Hockey, for example, there is obviously there's guys that like guys are they're faster, they're bigger, they're stronger. Like Gordy Howe couldn't tra- play now. Like Gordy Howe pretty much did play now. The guy played till he was like 51 years old. But. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. like just, the, the, the biggest difference is like the equipment's different. Like hockey, you actually, you know, you're using a hockey stick and the technology in hockey sticks is crazy now. Like they're super light, the, you know, flexibility, durability. It's, it's different for hockey because there's different equipment. Whereas baseball is still the same equipment and the guys don't throw any harder necessarily than they did back then. They might throw, you know, slightly harder now some of the guys but i don't think like i think there were still guys that could throw 90 mile an hour fastballs back in the day um now they throw 100 big deal um i think and and like the records like the there's an asterisk and the reason they're they're talking about this aaron judge guy with such like excitement is because he's doing this after the steroid era, like there's testing, nobody's using, well, I shouldn't say nobody, but the, the steroids are off the books basically now for, for baseball players. They're getting tested enough that if you, te- if you, if you're doing steroids, you're going to get caught. So the guys that are hitting these yeah. home runs, these high numbers, they're not, they're not doing steroids because they get caught. Whereas the, the, you know, the Mark McGuire, the Barry Bonds, the Sammy Sosa's, those guys were all juicing. Like the, the, it's a known fact that they were fucking juicing and that's why they 100%. hit what it was it. 75 home runs that Barry Bonds hit in one year or 72 home runs. That's bullshit. It's a bullshit record. Nobody fucking agrees that that's the record. Um, 61, in my opinion, is is the record, the true organic record for home runs in a single season. And if Aaron Judge can hit 62, good on you, man. Like, I fucking hate the Yankees, but if you can hit 62 home runs in a single season, 
you're a fucking beast. Yeah. That's like, well, you saw the, or you saw that, or I saw the picture of, uh, cause I think Austin Matthews, uh, Austin Matthews threw out the pitch at the Yankees game the other day. Well, it was the yeah. Jays game, but then, yeah, there was a picture of him and his, and Mitch Marner and a couple other guys from Toronto and Aaron judge, not yeah. blue Jays, but that's obviously yeah. why, because I didn't know that that he was going on that big of a tear. I knew he was doing well, but that's the only reason I knew his name when you said it was because of that picture. Yeah. So yeah, 60, what they say in the caption, like 61. So yeah, you, you saw that picture. 61 home runs. Yeah. Or 60 goals. Yeah, there you go. That's exactly it. That's funny. Um, Fucking before we get, I just, yeah, hockey's almost back. I'm excited, but before we get, I need to get back to my story here. So you were talking about watching um, George Carlin and, and like, your dad showed it to you and how I'm not sure how old you were or which party showed you, but um, I remember my brother had a CD. So, you know, fat records that was like no effects and Lagwagon, and all the punk bands, fat Mike started it. Do you know anything about that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you like, if you ever listened to punk really besides blink. It's not really, but I know, I, I know my history. You know of it. So yeah, right. I know Lagwagon. So, I know fat records. So fat, so fat records had a, had a, what what I loved, oh fuck, <clears throat> Punkarama did it. Epitaph Records had it. One fifty four, one fifty four. What? That was how many games Babe Ruth played, or how many games were played in a single season in nineteen twenty one when Babe Ruth hit sixty one home or sixty home runs. So one hundred fifty four. And how many did they play? So not a big difference. Eight or th- uh, whatever. One sixty one now, or sorry, one sixty two now and one fifty four then. Oh okay, so it's not that crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So anyway. Um. Uh, Fat Records used to have these albums where it was just like all the bands on the record label called Fat Music for Fat People, and they would put them out every year, and it was new. One year, they made an album called Short Music for Short People, and it was like 30 songs or 40 songs that were like three, 30 seconds each on it. Um, and so, you know, Guar was on there and, and, and all these punk bands from Fat Records and other labels and whatever, Pennywise and whoever. And then Blink-182 was on there. And the song they had on there was called Family Reunion. So it's the recorded version <laughs> of Family Reunion. So I heard that song, and I thought it was fucking hilarious. Obviously, shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turd, and twat. And that's just that over the song, the, over yeah. and over again. And then at the very end, they say, I fucked your mom. Um, but besides, but but that song was on that album, and I thought it was fucking hilarious, but I wasn't allowed to listen to it. I didn't, you know, I couldn't say it out loud. And that was in like 98. And then in 2000 or 2001, Blink-182 put out the Mark, Tom, and Travis show and Family Reunion. They played it on there. And I didn't have that album. I, I, I listened to it all the time. My parents knew I listened to it, whatever. But Tyrell had it, and we were in his basement, and we didn't know his dad was there. And we were in the uh, – we, we were in, in his room. Like His room was – it was an unfinished basement, so his room was like – two curtains as in the corner of the room blocking it and then his room was in the corner so it's not like there's there's no walls there's no door right standard teenage undeveloped basement bedroom so he had his bedroom there and we put on family reunion and turned it up and we were singing along and having a great time and then we turned it off and both of us went ghost white when all of a sudden his dad from the other side of the basement just started going <laughs> shit piss fuck cunt and he started Josh started singing it and then we were like, well, he's like, what the hell is this? And then came over and kind of gave a shit, but didn't actually. So, nice. you know, if it was my house, I would have definitely, I, I probably would have gotten in trouble. But 
but we thought we were both like, oh fuck, we're getting in trouble right now. But uh, he yeah. he just sang along, and it's probably because he's from that generation. You know, the George I didn't know it at the time, but they're you know, you think of, you think of what we're like as parents. So think of what we're going to be like when we're in our early forties. That's yeah. that's what they were like, just you know, back in the early two thousands. So it's just kind of funny that that uh, if Marshall brought home something like that in ten years, I and and there was a song that sounded like that, I would probably do the same thing that that Joss did. But uh, that was my introduction to George Carlin's Seven Words was was through Blink, and then I realized, nice. and then I was told by someone along the way that oh, that's actually George Carlin's bit. And then, you know, you play the bit and boom, you you know George Carlin and then you want to watch more of his stand-up. And then he he's he's one of the best at talking about religion too. God rest his soul. Yeah. Oh, I have his book. I read it when I went to – I read it in like three – I brought it – it was the only book I brought when I went to Mexico like five years ago. And I regretted only bringing that book because I read it in like two days. It was so fucking good. And then I had to go to the library there and I ended up reading some uh, Dan Brown novels. Um, not the Da Vinci Code, not Angels and Demons, but there's a couple after those. I ended up reading those ones, but, uh, good times, you know, good fucking time. Good fucking time. So yeah. Are you excited for hockey season this year? Are you, uh, are you excited? Dude, I'm fired up. I watched the preseason Toronto, Ottawa game and I was like, I was getting the, the, the old butterflies in my tell tummy, bro. I was like, was Ottawa I was getting all nervous about my draft. Oh, I'm, I'm cheering for Ottawa this year, just in general. I hope they do well. So am I, 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 so am I. I love, I, I love think the they're going to be, I, I think somehow they're actually underrated right now. I feel like their, their upcoming season is being underrated. I think they're not being sold to the, to, to the improvements that they made in the off season. I think they're being, you know, they're, they're going to be a, they're going to be a sleeper team this year. In my opinion, yeah, I think they're going to do. I think they're going to do fine. I think they're. I think they. Yeah. I don't know if like I don't think right now. I would not see them as a. These guys are going to be for sure in the playoffs, but I think they're going to be a fighting for that wild card spot team. They're going to be in the playoffs. You're saying full full on. They're going to be it. there. I'm saying it right now. They are going to be like a six seven spot. I'm going to say they're sure. they're well. I think they're going to be an eight spot in the playoffs, or they're going to be right out and just just. One point shy or two points shy from winning that wild card. I th- I think that's where it all depends be. on. It all depends on the se- like last year. If if all the teams that had the points they had in the Eastern Conference last year, then yeah, they'll be like a they'll be like a bubble team. But if it's a normal year, because last year there was like seven teams in the in the Eastern Conference that had over a hundred points, it was ridiculous. Um, like the Canucks missed the playoffs in the Western Conference, and they had ninety two points. Like that's stupid. Um, I think if if I think the the Senators will be a ninety plus point season this year, and I think that they'll as long as it's not a ridiculous year like last year, I think that they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll be a, like a six seed. <clears throat> yeah, like Calling like it. look at these moves, like like what they Hot got take. they got Alex DeBrinket, they got uh, uh, Claude Giroux, Claude Giroux. Ca- they got Cam, Cam Talbot. Talbot. Yeah, fuck. Um, just like th- those players alone are enough to change, especially when they already had some guys that were doing really good, like like Tim yeah, Tim Stutzla add, or whatever his name is. Stutzla yeah, Stutzla. Yeah, Stutzla. Then you add Tyler in Mott, Brady Kachuk, and you add in Tyler Mott, and you add in like they got the pieces to have a to have a solid run this year. And they still have the good backup. What's that too. other guy? What's his name? Josh Norris. Forsberg. Oh yeah, Anton Forsberg. Yeah, Josh Norris. Yeah, Josh Norris. Yeah, he's good shit. He's a good shit. 
Anton Anton Forsberg. So, I don't know. I'm excited. Anyways. I'm excited for I'm excited for for uh, I have a feeling, and I'm calling it now. Uh, let's see what I draft like, but but I ha- I honestly have a feeling that I might not be as hot this year. I just don't. I just you're just you're just trying to give yourself an out. If I don't do you're well, obviously hoping. Yeah, you're obviously hoping for a good season. No, there. of oh, course I am. Like the rest of us, of course I am. I I just think that this is not my year for some reason. I didn't feel this way last year. It's last about, year, I thought I was going to be about, great. It's not about your year, though, bro. It's about management. You're a good manager. Yeah, I know how to manage. There's a the reason shit out why both years. There's yeah. There's there's a good. There's a reason why both years you've been in the top of the league, and or at least close. Um, and was it? Is it? This is. Is this your third or fourth year this year? Third. So the first year. Third? The first year yeah. I wasn't. I didn't even. I wasn't even making the playoffs. Um, but then the last two years I've been in the top three. Yeah. So two, two, and then and then three. No, no, no. This is your fourth because you, the first year you didn't make playoffs. The second year you and I were in the finals. The third year Tim and I were in the finals. Yeah, that was this last year. So this is your this is your fourth year. Oh, this will be my fourth. Sorry, you're right. Sorry, yeah. I've had three. Yeah. No, no, but I was I was second and then I was third. So I, you know, I'm I was up yeah. there. I'm fine with that. I'm in, I'm a I'm a podium boy, if you will. <laughs> I'm a. I would agree. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a one-two guy. I'm either first or second, typically. So if you, if you I have everything to lose. If I don't finish first or second, then I'm not doing as well as I've done previously. That's true. I, how do you think? Uh, you think? I'm. I'm hoping. I honestly hope. I, I don't think Dean's going to do much better. Sorry, Dean. I just think you're going to do the same things you did the last two years. That's fine. <laughs> we'll keep you because you want to be here. So we'll leave it at that. Um, Every, there's, everybody's got there's Here's, every league's got to have a bottom. Yeah, but Dean's but a but Dean but Dean also says he told me and maybe we'll we'll I'll ask him this year too. But because I I one of those people who looks at it all the time, um, he told me last year because I I noticed him like five or six times not fully set his lineup and I'm like fucking Dean. So then I started texting him and he's like, oh please do please let me know. So then I started actually texting him on days when I noticed, especially if he was close in a couple of categories, I'd be like, come on, Dean. I don't want to see you just get dummied every single week. Yeah. It shouldn't be a freebie. Um, no, I hate that. I don't like. I don't like when guys aren't setting their rosters and shit, and then it just ends up being like a point grab because nobody wants to see a guy slip into playoffs because he played a shit team the last matchup of the season and oh. getting like twenty two points out of it. Also, I was I, I the, there was one other item I wanted to bring to the group, and that was how we do the playoff tiebreaker because I know that uh, it was always just. Um, what the record was between them in the season, but mm-hmm. we think maybe it was you, maybe it was Taylor, maybe it was someone else. Some I, someone at some point mentioned that they wanted to do it um, the other way, where it has to do with, or, or maybe that's the way you wanted it, and it's a different way now. Either way, some mentioned they wanted to do it another way, so we'll 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 look at that. But it's funny we yeah well we'll we'll hash it out yeah do you we'll do you think it, it was uh, we we talked about this I don't think we talked about it on air last week but did you honestly think asking a group of thirty something dudes who let's be honest half of them came from church life would do anything other than a dick joke as a name because <laughs> because last <laughs> week you were kind of like you're like well fuck you're like yeah I thought you know we, there'd be a dick joke but I didn't think that that would be what wins what people choose. Did you oh, did you think well, it'd the, be different? The, it's well, it's not. I don't know. I don't think I had any expectations. I just think that I was 
I was hoping for like some with the with the ten of us in there. I was hoping that we were going to be able to come up with some name Other. that would be like, okay, that's it. That's the name. Like I don't I don't foresee us or myself moving forward with a league that's named that's a dick joke. Like the name of the league is a dick joke for the next fucking however many years we do this league. Like I just don't. That's not. I don't know. I'm not into it. I wanted to find like a really good, funny or something like some league name that could carry on for years to come. And in my opinion, all the names that we got in that little survey were shit. Well, no one liked like there was no one, one liked the three was, like, that I one threw or out. two that were good. No, no one liked Which those ones. ones. I threw out ones from movies. So I threw out the Halifax Highlanders. Um, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Then I threw out the Monroeville Zombies, which is from Zach and Mary Make a Porno. And then the other one I threw out is is definitely more of a team name. It's Scott's Tots. But I thought that Scott's Tots would be perfect because, you know, that's like a, we're Scott's Tots. We're the ones who aren't getting our fucking scholarships to yeah. the university. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I like Scott's Tots, but I think you're right. I think it's more of a team name. And I think most of the names that we came up with were all team names, not league names. Yeah. We need a good league name. Well, what, and I think it's a harder thing to, to figure out, but is. I think we need to really fash one out. That my thing is we're all really on board. My, it's not a dick joke. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. Now, I think we should, I, I am going to change the name until we find something. And it's going to be a shitty name. And I ha- I know what it's going to be, and I already have a logo because it's a company, and it's fucking stupid, but it's going to be it. But because okay. b- because until we find something, I just don't want to be called Fur to Boys, Fur Fur to Boys. I don't want to be called that. So what uh, what I'm what I'm proposing, and and the, as the assistant commissioner, we're, that's you. We're going to make this uh, assistant commissioner as assistant commissioner, and I'm the commissioner. We're going to make this decision right now for everyone. For right now, I'm going to change the name to no name and have the PC fucking no name logo and just call it that Yo. until we have a name. And this is completely temporary. It's shitty enough that we don't want to keep it that. Yeah. It's like, it's like the Washington football league or football team. Sorry. <laughs> Washington football team. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, fuck, I'm excited. Draft is next week. We're going to, we, we don't have an episode until after that. So we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll give you some updates on where we think we ended up. Maybe we'll, we'll bring someone to talk about that because everyone it's cares. Hot. Everyone gives a shit about our fantasy hockey draft. That's for goddamn sure. And if they don't, they should. <laughs> they fucking we talk should. about it enough. We, yeah, we've had one episode a year, right? And there was that yeah. one that you fucking, you just fucking I got your, I got your blood boiling. Oh, you fucking poked that bear <laughs> repeatedly. I loved it, but. Uh. Cool. All right, boy. What's the what's the fucking code word this week? The code word this week is no name. Cujo. Okay. No, the code name is Cujo. Best mask of all time. So, uh, speaking of, real quick, the code word is Cujo because there's a Cujo book sitting here that I've had here for four weeks to give to you, but I haven't seen you in person in four weeks. So it's just uh, sitting here. Has it been that long? Yeah, it's the beginning of September. This is our third episode in a row. God damn, boy. Fourth. All right. Fourth episode in a row. I missed right, I well, missed one because I was on sick, Saturday. But I will see you on Saturday. But this book, it's from it's not Gerard, so you gotta give it back so I can give it to someone else. Because it's someone else's. Okay, sounds good. But uh it's all yours. I like the pressure because then it forces me to finish the book. Like I borrowed I borrowed the what's his name? Uh McCormack. Uh he wrote the Cormac road McCarthy. A, but, uh No Country for Old Man. No. no. Um Cormac he, McCarthy anyways, wrote the road. The, is it Cormac McCarthy? Yeah. 
Well, then there you go. It- Cormac McCarthy. I, I read The Road. A coworker of mine, he recommended it. Oh. I was like, sure. And he was, I have a copy of it. I'll let you borrow it. I was like, sure. So I borrowed the copy. I'd never seen the movie with, uh, what's his name? V- Viggo, Viggo with Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. No, wait. And that's I, Jim Caviezel. I it. And then because, no, yeah, he's not. Yeah. Um, I borrowed it. And because he lent me the book, I felt more motivation to to push through and and get it read and i ended up reading it in, in in three days and i and i get and i got it back to him and uh phenomenal book like crazy crazy good book the movie i watched the movie after the fact and i was not happy with how the movie went with like you know compared to the book but either way yeah lend me cujo i'll read the shit out of it and uh yeah code word is cujo Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you next week. Episode for episode is coming out soon. But episode 99 is next, next week. week. So we'll, uh, yeah, that's perfect. We'll talk about Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that was a good one. We'll talk about all things 99. We're Aaron Judge. There you go. Perfect. Okay. Is he, is he number 99? All right, fam. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, there you go. 99. Perfect. Have a good week. Talk to you later. My lonely self will understand that this is my only shot to